Hello and welcome to the Fat Geek Became Fit podcast. I am your host, Noel Lavier, and this is a bonus episode. My previous episode was called, What are the No-No Foods? And I felt like something was missing on that episode, so this is why I'm doing this bonus episode. I'm going to be calling this the Yes, Yes Foods. All right, and welcome back. Okay, for those of you who are new, this podcast is is designed for IT workers, computer geeks, cubicle dwellers, and desk workers, or basically anybody who has a sedentary lifestyle, who has to sit around a lot for their work, basically working at a desk or at a computer. Um, You know, we... A lot of us who have jobs like this, um, we have to compensate because we, uh, because we don't move around a lot in the day. We have to do certain things to keep our health up. So this podcast is dedicated uh, for that. Now I I can speak uh, from firsthand experience because I am a IT worker, and my job has a lot to do with sitting down uh, at a desk on a computer. So these are, we're going to be covering healthy hacks, Jedi mind tricks on how to make healthy living fun. And we're going to be setting many milestones and things like that just to uh, get the job done in terms of keeping healthy. Now, this episode is called, What are the Yes, Yes Foods? Okay, so my previous episode were called the No-No Foods, where I kind of focused on what not to eat. So on this go around, I want to talk about what are the healthy things um, that people should eat. But I just I want to just tell from my own perspective and sort of how it how it worked for me. And you can just take it or leave it uh, however you um, want to um, take the information. So I'll just give you a little bit of backstory. Um, I grew up fairly healthy. I would say, I mean, I grew up on good food and, um, in a way I grew up in a bit of a bubble because, you know, some parents, they, they bring up their kids healthy, but they don't necessarily teach them, you know, what is going into the fact that they are healthy. For example, my mom cooked home cooked meals. I took it for granted that, you know, these are healthy things. They're good for building up your health and your body and and giving you a lot of um, stamina going into life and strength in the body. But, you know, when you don't know that there are other foods that will kind of take you down or or bring you down a notch or sort of um, whittle you down, um, sometimes you just don't know that such things exist. Uh, I definitely didn't. So, when I was in my early 20s, probably around the age of 22, um, my parents, they moved from Vancouver, Canada down to Texas, Corpus Christi, Texas. And so I was basically faced with the reality of that. Like, you know, they had always been there and that was always this sort of comforting sort of safety net feeling of like, you know, nothing can really go wrong because my parents will be around, you know, they're at least in the same city, but now they're moved to a completely different city that was like thousands of miles away. So I was basically on my own, um, living in a house with a few roommates and it was kind of one of those sort of 
this was like in the the early 90s and it, it wasn't like a hippie house but it had that kind of like vancouver east van uh feel very organic like the people i was living with they were into organic foods and sustainability and um you know just environmental things and honestly i wasn't really aware of that sort of lifestyle or that those sort of concepts uh, as i went into that environment i was just moving in with a really close friend from high school um but i was i was just gung-ho to like just eat whatever i felt like and you know i i basically i stocked up on a box of mr noodles or ramen noodles we call it mr noodles the brand up here in canada but um basically like top ramen or uh, Sapporo Ichiban or whatever you know you have in your city but yes I basically bought a box of that thinking like great this is going to be my dinner for every night going forward and I literally was that's all I wanted I felt like this is because I'd had them before in the past I love them they're delicious at least I think they're delicious so that was my thought process so that's what I basically did. I would come home at the end of work every day, boil some water, throw in the Sapporo Ichi or the Mr. Noodle, cook it up, eat it, done. That was my dinner. And I did this for months. And then it's hilarious because I started feeling really crappy. And the stuff I was eating for breakfast was, I can't even remember. I think I bought like cereal or something, but I can't remember what I was eating for my breakfast or my lunch, but I specifically remember I was almost like committed to, I was, I felt like, like I'm just doing this. This is great. And, um, it, because it was delicious, it was kind of like comfort food. And I thought like, I'm just going to live off of this food. But then after about three months, my roommate, one of my best friends out of high school, he, his name is, uh, was Chris. He basically said to me like, you don't look so good. And I didn't feel good. And I remember, <laughs> I remember just thinking like, I, I think I went to McDonald's that day. And I, I said to myself, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat a good solid meal just to charge myself up. And then I'll be better after that. So I went to McDonald's and I got like a Big Mac meal and as crazy as this sounds, I know it's complete nonsense or just the, the thought process I had back then. I felt like just somehow that was going to just kind of boost me up and in a, in a healthy way somehow, maybe because it was the meat. I think it was because I hadn't really been eating meat. Um, anyway, I, I, I did that and I did feel better, but I think it was just the fact that it's high calorie or something. So I felt better for that day, but then... Um, it just kept going down and down. And I, I thought like, I've got to do something. But in the meantime, I was, I was kind of like, um, teasing my roommate, Chris, because he was going to this grocery store down the street called Donald's. If anybody from Vancouver knows Donald's is a very prominent East Vancouver grocery store, very famous for their produce and for their affordability. So I would go to Donald's with my roommate 
and with Chris, and he would be buying all these. He'd be in the produce aisle for the most part, just in there. I, I would be buying bread. He would be buying like, you know, carrots, um, beets, spinach, um, cucumbers. I mean, just, I don't, he was just, he was focusing on vegetables, apples, bananas, um, you know, oranges, whatever, like just fruits, vegetables. That was his thing. And then I think he was buying some other stuff that was more or less very healthy as well. So I was teasing him the entire time we were in the grocery store and I was basically like just making a idiot out of myself because I was not talking softly. I was talking kind of loud and I, I can't imagine what the people were thinking as I was doing this around the people around because I was literally just berating him in a teasing way. Like, why are you buying all this healthy food? And in the meantime, I'm just like, I could feel my health was going down. But then, you know, we, we finished getting the groceries and I, I was teasing him the whole way as we walked back to where we lived. And, um, but then I had this impression of like, you know, I need to, I need to make a change myself. And then Chris even said to me, he turned to me and he said like, listen, why don't you just try eating healthy for a while? And so I said to him, well, okay, maybe. I, I can't remember how I responded, but internally I was ready to, to get on with my health because I knew something wasn't right. Now, I think the fact that I grew up in this sort of sense of uh, being oblivious to the nutritional value of what I was eating growing up, everything I was eating was healthy, thanks to my mom, cooking good, healthy meals, but I was not trained or I didn't have any knowledge of like, there's a difference between good and bad food, but I was learning it the hard way. So then I started eating like Chris. I basically just started copying Chris. So lots of fruits and vegetables. And, you know, I wouldn't really eat meat until the end of the day. That was something that he told me. I'm not sure if that is truly good, but he said, like, you know, eat your fruits and vegetables during the day. Those give you the fuel and it's clean and it's good. And then, you know, eat some meat towards the end of the day. That will help repair your body. Okay. That was his advice. I don't know if that's scientifically factual true, but I basically did it. So I would eat two bananas and two apples in the morning with two slices of toast. So two bananas, two apples, two pieces of toast. And I would basically just eat that on my way to work. Like I would toast the bread, I would bring it out to the car, I would have my bananas, I'd be eating those in the car somehow without, and I never had an accident, thank, thank God for that. Um, but yeah, that was my morning thing. Then in the lunch break, I would go to this little market, and I would get a plate of steamed potatoes, steamed um, broccoli, and steamed carrots. And it was no bigger than like an average plate at dinner time, but it was basically a third of each or a third of the plate was allocated to broccoli, carrots, potatoes. And it was a great deal too. It was like under $5 at this little 
food market and they would have it ready there steamed up and everything it was wonderful then when i got home i would do the same thing i would steam up some uh, potatoes and broccolis and carrots and i would just repeat that and i would buy red potatoes because i just like the flavor of the red potatoes plus they're a little bit smaller so i'd basically eat one red potato uh, for my dinner uh, i would eat an entire stock of broccoli or maybe sometimes even two and then i think i would do one or two carrots um, but after after eating that way um, for you know couple months i think after the first week or two i was already bouncing back but um it was wonderful and then you know in terms of protein intake i think i was i had a little barbecue so i was barbecuing some meat on the um I just barbecuing some chicken drumsticks or something like that and that would be my meat for the or my protein for the for the day um, at dinner time. Now, I mean, that's not a complete list of all the healthy foods that you can eat, but you can see that it's like, okay, this is this is actually a story just about like realizing, you know, food matters. What we put into our bodies matter and it affects your mind, it affects your health, it affects your a lot of things. Um so I definitely bounced back from that and, and thank goodness that, um, that I was able to learn some wisdom from Chris. Um, I'll tell one more story. So when I came, that, the first story was back in the early 90s. Um, second story was in 2005. I had moved from Los Angeles back to Vancouver after living there for a number of years. And I had been in this rut. Um, I was going through some things personally I wasn't taking care of myself and I basically was the product of many months of abusing my body in the sense of like overeating and even drinking and stuff like that and just not in a good place emotionally and, and uh, mentally um, because of just uh, some relationship things. And I was basically ready to move back to Canada and just want to kind of have a new, new start in life. So, I moved back and I was very overweight, about 30 to 40 pounds overweight. My whole family was just on the verge of going on the South Beach diet, which some people know about. If you research it online, there's a lot of free resources. You don't have to buy anything on it, but it's there's a lot of free PDFs that actually show you the exact list of foods that I stuck to. Um, Later in 2018, where I had my um, major transformation, where I lost 40 pounds, um, I basically founded my approach primarily on the South Beach diet, the foods that uh, uh, I was eating on the South Beach diet. It was a modified version of that. And, you know, if you were to say go on to the South Beach diet website and look at some of the uh, phase one foods, those are pretty much what I stick to. Now, phase one of that diet is very strict. And I talked about that in the no-no foods episode of what you should not eat. But the actual foods that you're allowed to eat on the South, South Beach diet, um, it's quite open. Um, you just have to avoid foods that have um, sugar in them, whether it's processed sugar or natural sugar like you would get from fruits. So, I mean, 
the things that I would eat on the South Beach diet, um, I totally uh, would recommend uh, looking into that just because it does have a lot of great um, features. There's a lot of great features to the, the foods there in terms of variety and they're healthy and they taste delicious. So I'll just list off a few just so um, you can kind of get a sense of that it's actually quite good. So it's not a no carb diet in, in the sense of, um, you know, I think the Atkins diet is, or like um, keto diet is like primarily just meat and fatty foods. Um, I don't know, I'm not an expert on keto, but um, let me just, I'm gonna just talk, I'm just gonna list off a lot of the um, vegetables that I would recommend. So um, actually I'll talk about the oil. So avocados, um, not a big fan of coconut oil, but uh, olive oil big time. Walnuts, I'm a huge fan of walnuts. I eat them like crazy. They're considered like a brain healthy food um, from the materials I've read. Um, you know, guacamole and all, well, guacamole is just avocado basically, but olives, Okay, so lettuce, mushrooms, onions, parsley. I love parsley and uh, tabbouleh salad. Um, radishes, rhubarb, sauerkraut, um, snap peas, snow peas, spinach, sprouts, uh, squash, tomatoes. I love tomatoes. Um, And then non-starchy vegetables would be things like artichokes, asparagus, bamboo shoots, broccoli. Broccoli is a huge staple, very good. Cauliflower, again, staple, big, big staple. Celery, cucumbers. Um, off of this list, those would be the main, main ones I would recommend. But... Um, or the main ones that I was eating. And then in terms of just meats or proteins, I mean, anything that's lean. So beef that's lean, chicken that's lean, um, seafood um, that is, you know, considered lean like tuna or salmon, um, even pork and lamb. Um, lamb is generally fine, but pork just lean cuts like, uh, like the tenderloin. So those are the things I was targeting and eggs, definitely eggs. Um, I just want to tell one, how that sort of progressed. Like my family was on this diet and I, because I had just moved back from California and I was living with my parents for the first couple of months while I was just getting my apartment settled. Um, I was basically, coming back from work every night and just eating whatever they were eating and they were on the diet. So therefore I was on the diet and I, I wasn't going to resist it. I wasn't totally into it, but I wasn't going to resist it either. And so after three months of this dieting and just sticking with what they were doing, I progressively got more and more into it and more and more excited about it because I was actually losing weight. Like in the first week, I think I lost a little bit of weight. And so that was wonderful. So I ended up losing 30 pounds in three months. And that to, and I, it was a major transformation. I took a picture of myself 
before and after. And I was just, I was so happy that um, it wasn't about the weight, the, the look so much. I mean, I was happy that I looked healthier, but I was much more happy what was going on, the transformation on the inside, just feeling like more hope, back to healthy being, sharper mind, um, just so many benefits on the sort of more emotional, um, psychological level uh, of, of that and just feeling that sense of pride to have accomplished something like that, a goal to, to get back into a healthy place. And I wasn't even exercising really. I mean, I was doing 20 push-ups a day, hundred crunches a day, but that was it. Um, it wasn't like I was hitting the gym in any way. So, yeah, so this is, um, this is how I went about it. And, um, you know, it was, it was great to do it as a family. Um, and I think changing the environment for me was quite helpful. Um, and that's it. That's, that's basically how, how it went down in those two cases. So those are the foods I would recommend. Uh, they worked for me and, you know, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a certified health professional in any respect. I'm just speaking from my own experience. Definitely. I felt a health boost from making those changes in my life. And, um, you know, take this all with a grain of salt, but at the same time, do your own research, find out what works for you or what sort of meets your taste. But I would say, you know, if you are struggling with, if you feel like you're in a rut or you've kind of gone down in terms of health, that I hope that this message inspires you that you can, you can bounce back. I mean, I definitely bounce back in both these situations where in the first case, I just run myself down because I just was eating terribly. And then by changing that and going to the almost the opposite extreme where I was primarily eating just all vegetarian, um, that, you know, that was a major bounce back. And then in the second instance, coming back from California and just sort of coming back with my tail between my legs, almost, um, another major bounce back from being terribly overweight and sort of emotionally kind of, uh, crumbled to being, you know, healthy, sharp, happy, hopeful, excited about life, you know, just wanting to like restart life in a major way and just kind of take on life, you know, in, in a major way, feeling like, you know, possibilities and opportunities were open to me again, where they used to be cut off. So that's the thing that I want to just stress is that like these types of decisions can really create a positive change in one's life. And it definitely was my experience. Okay, so hope you guys are all staying healthy and happy. Stay safe out there in this crazy um, situation we're in right now. June 2020 is a very unique month in the history of mankind. Definitely um, people stay safe and stay good. All the best. All right, take care. 
Hey guys, this is Noel, and I wanted to tell you about something really exciting that I'm working on. It is called the One Funnel Away Challenge. Uh, I've been working on it since the end of December 2019. Uh, it's an amazing 30-day challenge that basically takes you through building a funnel, a sales funnel, and it teaches you some really deep marketing concepts. Uh, taught by uh, Russell Brunson from ClickFunnels as well as Steve Larson um, and they go into some really mind-bending like ninja marketing tactics um, it's a very eye-opening experience um, they go into the technical details of how to you know create a funnel and how to you know do the different sort of pieces around like technically bringing it up and, and launching it and all that is good um, so I was particularly driven to do this 30-day uh, challenge because I felt like okay I want to do online marketing I don't know really how all the pieces fit together and work together and I want to learn um, through some kind of like fast track or something that will just kind of get me up to speed even if I don't learn everything but just something will give me a decent foundation because I'm sick of the guesswork and I'm just sort of sick of hoping and wanting to do it and this seemed like an awesome way to do that and and it truly is something I learned about myself is that some of the challenges um, were very difficult and surprisingly not from a technical standpoint the technical part for me is not an issue I, I I'm gifted and I'm blessed to be able to solve a lot of the technical things uh, challenges that come my way so I, I don't usually feel that's an issue that the challenges I had were really just around um, like self-belief on can I do this um, it was a really eye-opening experience just to see myself um, reacting and responding to the things that they're asking you to do because they're basically asking you to like become an entrepreneur um, and so it's like a way that they're basically they're like kind of holding your feet to the fire and they're saying you gotta like you know do you really want this is this something you really want then then do this and I was finding that um, that in itself was a challenge but the good news is that I was actually um, rising to the challenge and overcoming my fears so I'm very grateful that um, that I've had this experience um, using this one funnel away challenge. I highly recommend it to anybody who has wanted to get up and get going on doing some kind of online business, but they just haven't done it yet, or they don't know how to do it, and they're kind of like lost, and they're just they don't know where to start, all that kind of stuff. This is a great way to start, and I believe it gives a great foundation. I highly recommend it. I'm going to put a link in the bottom of this podcast so you can um, check it out for yourself and see if it's something you like. All right. Thanks a lot. Bye.